You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Okay. All the... right. So office quotes draft. Um, I'm just, I'm asking you guys too if these are the right. If I have the right thing in my head. So five. We're gonna do ten rounds. Um, five of them are either Jim or not Jim, uh, Dwight or Michael, and then the other five are any other character. And say I take a Pam quote. Does that mean Pam is off the board forever or just for me? Just for you. Okay, that's what I thought. Just wanted to make sure. Yep. So there's the only repeats we'd have is Michael and Dwight among ourselves, and then each okay. team should have five different. Could be. <clears throat> yeah. Gotcha. So let me share my screen so we can start the draft. Draft order is going to be myself, Aaron, and Gavin, and we'll do snake draft as always. Not barbarians here. As always, this podcast is sponsored by High Noon. I'm drinking the lime one tonight. I got a black cherry one on deck. Jelly. I didn't get my High Noon stuff refilled. What flavor you got right there, Aaron? Pineapple. We're getting into those summer, so there's going to be a lot of pineapple, lemon, and grapefruit. Tyler, I think this is going to be pretty impressive for you to try and summarize some of that in those boxes so yeah, gonna i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do the best i can okay my first pick is going to be a michael quote um i'm try. i'm gonna try not to go to uh chalk here because there's just he's got so many that it's real easy to do that and i want to uh, dig deep and maybe you might consider this a chalk one but uh first quote is I knew exactly what to do, but in a much more real sense, I had no idea what to do. Michael G. Scott. That's good. <clears throat> this is going to be another one where it's going to be kind of hard to like narrow it know, down. Like, oh, I for sure won this draft because there's just all of these quotes are going to be good. Yeah. Trying to figure out what quotes. Um, to do, I will say I found like in preparation for this, I found one thing a little interesting. Um, quotability wise, Jim is not there for me. I kind of like, agree. Jim is situationally funny, but like quotability, it, it's just not. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Not there. There's. There's a good chance I don't. I probably won't take any of his stuff at all. Like, I wish you could take uh, some of the moments. Yeah. Like, some <laughs> with him. What's more memorable is like when stuff is said and he gets the look to the camera. Like his yeah. like his camera looks is more what it is in those scenes that makes it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for my first pick, I will also do a Michael line, and the reason I'm doing that is because I just feel like it would be disingenuous for me. 
not to go with this line because when I heard it, it was my favorite line in the show. I have a um, portrait of this in my office at the church. <laughs> and it's from season six, or I'm sorry, season two, episode six. Would I be rather, would I rather be feared or loved? Easy. Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Like, I remember when I first heard that, the, just that concept. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Uh, it's it's one of my favorites. And I think it's uh, first round material. It might not have some of the depth or some of the crazy humor, but it shows off his sense of humor pretty well. And I love it. What I really think will be more challenging is how Gavin does this with the vote uh, whenever the episode comes out. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Gavin. I got my pick. I'm just remembering what episode it is. Okay. Okay. All right. So I know you just said that Jim didn't have any very quotable moments. So I think I'm going to take maybe his best quoted one. It's probably one of the most commonly said sayings and it is from season three episode 21 product recall it is in the cold open when he is pretending to be dwight and he says bears beats battlestar galactica yes that's yep it's weird because some of those quotes like that that quote and then dwight's response back to back is such a it's such a good it's such a good back and forth right there because then you have another famous white line right there. And then the Michael, Michael. Well, I think what's even better about it is like him not noticing up until that point where everything is right. pointing towards, towards yeah. Jim clearly making fun of him and him having no clue until he says that. And then it all clicks. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Okay, Gavin. Wrapping it back around. <clears throat> All right. I do not know what episode this is. I just had to happen to have it written down. I can figure it out here in a minute, but I'm going to take a Michael quote. Um, he's talking to Toby and he says, Toby says um, something about Radon being a silent killer. And Michael says, you are the silent killer. Go back to the annex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the that's the episode when it's uh, they're trying to decide between the printer and the chair and oh yeah, right, yeah. the new chairs yep. and it's season five I, no season four it's the no season five I think season five episode ten I think yes because they're trying to decide between those two and uh, Toby's being the voice of reason and Michael <laughs> sends him back to the annex you are the silent um, killer <laughs> and we were talking about these Dwight and Michael quotes we have to have at least two of each. Okay. We can't go like four and one or oh five and yeah. oh. It's gotta be, yeah. Killed my it's gotta strategy. be three and two. Okay, that's fair. Um so then I'm gonna take my second Michael quote here. Cause I have others that like if I don't get, I'll be okay with. The the first one showed a little bit more of Michael's compassionate side. This one also involves Toby. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and it shows his level of hatred. And I think it might be the most hate-filled sentence oh, yeah. human history's ever seen. If I had a gun with two bullets <laughs> and I was in a room with Hitler, Bin Laden, and Toby, I would shoot Toby twice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I it to me, that might be the funniest line of the show to me, just because, like, it's so... His hate for Toby is such an incredible phenomenon that he would take it to those lengths. Like, and he feels that like, that's not hyperbole from him. He 1000% yeah. means that. And, uh, yeah. So and then right, after that, quotes. right after oh, that, right after that, everybody is like, come on, Michael, that's not right. He's like, all right, fine. I, I would shoot Hitler and then Toby or, or bin Laden yeah. and then Toby. <laughs> no, but then, and then they that's start... where they get it. Yes. They start doing the wanted thing. Yeah. And, uh, Curve the bullet. <laughs> talks about wanted and Dwight lines them all up. And shoots them through the neck. <laughs> One bullet. Oh, man. You're Bin Laden. You're Hitler. You're Toby. <laughs> and whenever he says you're Bin Laden, Andy's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this one, I believe it's from, it's season five. Nope. Yes, probably season five, but I, it's got sentimental value because I used it in my uh, speech at Riley's wedding, which I'm not sure if Aaron remembers, but uh, it is from Michael Scott, and it is, uh, sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. He's uh, <laughs> He's in the meeting with David Wallace, and David Wallace is asking him, he's like, shocked because he thinks he's in trouble and he's asking him like what's going on like your branch is the most successful in this like crazy time and he has no idea how to answer it and so he's just like mumbling <laughs> and f randomly saying things and then <laughs> they have the talking head where or they have like the moment where he's like sometimes no. I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going I just hope I find like, along the way it was uh, pretty great isn't that isn't that also followed up with his exit where he says you have no idea how high I can fly Different meeting, but it is he does he does oh, say that to David okay. Wallace, yeah. My bad, my bad. I thought that's I thought that's in the same meeting. <clears throat> Wait. It's that's not, not when he that's not when he quits? No. No, he quits whenever oh. Charles Minor is trying to be the middleman and he goes and David tells him that he's coming to his party and some there's more to it. It's not the same thing, no. Okay. Okay, are we ready? I, I'm not going to be able to type this all out, so I'm just going to read it for you. It's, uh, I believe it's the episode where they try to, yeah, it's Frame Toby, and it's Dwight Schrute. And he says, what is my perfect crime? I break into Tiffany's at midnight. Do I go for the vault? No, I go for the chandelier. It's priceless. As I'm taking it down, a woman catches me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be able to read this. She tells me to stop. It's her father's business. She's Tiffany. I say no. <laughs> we make love all night in the morning the cops come and i escape in one of their uniforms i tell her to meet me in mexico but i go to canada i don't trust her besides i like the cold 30 years later i get a postcard i have a son and he's the chief of police this is where <laughs> this is where the story gets interesting i tell tiffany to meet me by the uh tordero okay in paris oh. 
She's been waiting for me all these years. She's never taken another lover. I don't care. I don't show up. I go to Berlin. Berlin. That's where I. That's where I stash the chandelier. It. So I, the, the, I, what made me think of this is Sydney. My sister was rewatching The Office. And she texted me just the entire quote of it, and immediately <laughs> she had no idea we were doing the quote draft. But immediately I remembered that, and it was. It might be. It's my. It's definitely one of my top Dwight quotes. But. Yeah, Let's I'm call just gonna Dwight's chandelier perfect story. Crime. Yeah, or I'll Dwight's perfect crime. Yeah. All right, I'll um I'll jump into one of the others. I'll use up one of my other five, and I'm gonna go with Creed. <laughs> I am not offended by homosexuality. In the '60s, <laughs> I made love to many women, often outdoors in the mud and the rain. It's possible a man could have slipped in there. No way of knowing. There'd be no way of knowing. <laughs> that is possibly the best Creed quote. <laughs> Probably is, actually. There's no part possibly. I think it is. I think the majority of Creed's like excellent humor in the show is like short, quick responses yeah. to things. So for me to get like a full Creed quote that I really liked. Uh, there's that one and there's one other one and I think I'd rather have that one. So, um, yeah. But it's just him, the idea and the picture that he paints there is just wild. So, Often outdoors in the mud and the rain. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the oh, idea good. that a man could have just slipped in there. He says, There'd, There'd be, be no, no way, way of knowing. knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I here am going to take a Dwight quote, and it is going to be from season four, I think episode 10. Um, this is Branch Wars. It is on the way back after they have destroyed Karen's copier, and earlier in the episode, he tried to pee in a soda can and randomly... Jim and Jim and Michael are sitting in the front, super quiet. He says, "I cut a chunk out of my penis for nothing," <laughs> and that is one of my all-time favorite quotes. Mainly because the blooper of that scene is probably the funniest blooper. But albeit that is it right there. Half of these quotes, I don't know how they ever filmed the entire scene. Yeah. Oh. My next one. I gotta find it here. I had it. Um, I'm going to go Stanley here. This is season eight, episode 15, when they're down in Tallahassee. And he says, life is short. Drive fast and leave a sexy corpse. That's one of my mottos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good poll for sure. Yeah, that is a good poll for sure. He has. Let me ask you. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say he has game. another piece of that later um it kind of goes together i'm just gonna say it because i don't think you guys will draft it he's uh drinking rum at the meeting and jim says is that one of your he, or he says i'm not i'm not drunk i'm a pirate or something like that because he's he can drink rum whenever he wants to because he's a pirate that's part of it. it's kind of part of it but who okay so in uh I'm curious to know in preparation for this if 
there was a, a third person we could have added to the you can have multiple quotes from them. Who would you have picked as the third person? It's got to be Creed or Kevin. Yeah, I would say Kevin. I have to be honest. I would pick Angela. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> she has some good ones. Yeah. She does have some she has, she has two on here that I want so bad. So I think what I'm doing is I'm literally waiting just to see if anybody else will take one of them. So then I don't have to pick and I can just use the other one because picking between the two is difficult. Um, what I'll do right now with this pick is I'll go um, probably with my last um, sentimental pick. Um, everything else from here on out will be funny. I mentioned this last week on the episode when we were talking about the office. Um, I just think this is one of the greatest lines in the show period it's from the season finale series finale uh in season nine and it's andy and it's i wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you've actually left them of all the andy things that he says that's by far the most um well-rounded and so i got a couple uh I got. I'll take one sentimental quote on my on my board, and the rest I'll stick with humor. Yeah, that's a that's an all time quote. Yeah. Even though it's not, even though it's a comedy show and it's not yeah. a comedic bit, it's it's an all time quote for sure. I could have taken that in the first round. I've been completely happy with it because I like that quote so much. But plus, as far as humor goes. Not saying Andy has bad lines because he has funny stuff that he says for sure, but I think other people have funnier things for me, so I'd rather use him for that and then <laughs> roll with some of these other ones for for me. I'm trying to look. So you have Jim and Stanley, and Tyler stayed with Michael and Dwight so far. So okay. All right, I'm gonna go with my final Michael one. I can't wait till we get to honorable mention stuff at the end of this. By oh, way. I know. Oh, yeah. Cause I, I can just rip yeah. stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we could just clip the entire series and put it in honorable mentions. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's definitely possible that our honorable mention, someone could build a draft out of those and they could win the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's Michael and it's from the christening and we talked about it in the episode draft, but I just can't cause it's, Oh, it's one of my favorite Michael lines. As he's walking around the uh, the CC's getting dedicated and they're greeting everyone. I don't know if it's after it or before it. And uh, he's shaking everyone's hand and he goes, I am feeling this. Call it the Holy Spirit or the passion of the Christ. I am loving these people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know how soon between that uh episode and the passion of the christ movie came out i'm gonna look that up real quick oh it was after the christ years. was out while i was working at the theater that's a 2000 to 2004 movie 2004 okay so yeah it's way before so, the yeah, other one i wanted to after. use the other one i wanted to use because I, I don't i doubt you guys will um <laughs> there's a couple in this scene because he's he's walking around to jim and pam and he's talking he's doing it in his voice where he's acting like he's the godfather yeah, he goes. I don't even know how to say this, but CC is turning out to be a little bitch, and that's not true. <laughs> but her parents are kind of boxing me out. And then later, <laughs> later he says, "Uh, 
Jim and Pam and Cece are really seem to be clicking. <laughs> They're totally gelling. It's as if they leave my office and they go to another office that sells happiness and good for them. That's great because, you know, the paper industry is not going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. Okay, on my wraparound. So far, has anyone taken any of yours, guys, that you wanted or that you had on your board or whatever you have? Yeah, some of mine have been taken, but I didn't really have a ranking because I didn't prepare it as much as I, I had some written ones down. I just have a bunch of stuff written down, really. Yeah, I had some written down, but the ones that I like wanted so far, I've I've gotten. I haven't had anything taken just yet. Okay, it's Dwight. It's my last Dwight one. <clears throat> Don't do it, Tyler. What? Don't take it because I'm taking a Dwight one next. So we might get into this right now. There are three things you never turn your back on: bears, men you have wronged, <laughs> and a die and a dominant turkey during mating season. <laughs> I used to have a shirt of that. <laughs> yeah. And this is uh this is when Andy finds out he didn't sleep with Angela, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. <sighs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That is season five, episode fifteen, I think. Right after stress relief, right? It's like two after that, yeah. Is that I think. Maybe it might be right after. Man, the Dwight ones are hard. But season five, episode twelve, that last one we just did. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, you got yours? Yeah. Yeah, I'll stick with Dwight for here. Um I'm gonna go with, and I did not, be, <laughs> I did not become a Lackawanna County Volunteer Sheriff's Deputy to make friends. And by the way, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> like his talking heads are so good. I think his talking heads are the best in the show. Because it's I, so hard to say, but prob- it could be. Well, I think that okay. I think all most of his hilarious lines, I think the percentage of those comes in the talking heads because situationally he's more funny with the way he acts and operates. But like Tyler's what the the long con that he just did. The chandelier. Actually. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking at this. I think. Is the last one you just gave, was that a talking head too, Tyler? Yes, it was. Or does he say that? No, he, okay. he, he says yeah. a talking head. All right. For my next pick, I'm going to go back to uh, Michael again. And again, this is to Toby. I think uh, we might be seeing a trend here with my Michael quotes. It okay. is season four. I think it's money is the episode whenever Ryan is uh, whenever Michael has two jobs and they're trying to talk about whomever and whoever, and they start talking and Toby says something like he tells everybody how to use the word whom. And uh, Michael says, Hey, no one asked you anything ever. So whomever's name is Toby, you should take a letter opener and stick it into your skull. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want me to, I don't even know how to put that. I don't know how to quote that one. This uh, letter, opener? Letter, letter opener, whomever's name is Toby. Okay, 
Yeah, that's a great line. <laughs> and it's so, so quick. It's like right it's, off the rip. Dude, his stuff with Toby is always so fast. Yeah. And then right after that, Ryan's like, hey, hey, I don't even care anymore. Michael, quit the other job or you're fired or something like that. But yeah. it's I I just watched that episode earlier yeah. today, so I wrote that down. <clears throat> the show's so good. I'm just restarting it, by the way. I oh, was yeah, trying I to think of something else to watch, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to restart this. It's so good. I'm going to watch those six seasons on Peacock, though. With the, the super fan stuff. ones? Yeah, I've, yeah. I, I've watched a handful of those. <clears throat> is right. it are, is it the full six seasons with those? I, or they I know the first season, at least, is all the full first season. I haven't looked at the rest of it, but I think it is. Okay. I don't know for sure. Okay. This is hard for me trying to cut down my other people too, because I only have three other people quotes, but I have four that I really want to use, so I don't know what to do. <sighs> okay, actually, it's not going to be as long of a pause. I'm just going to get this one. Um, this is probably not... I, I actually know 100% this is not something you guys have. This is going to be another deep pull from Season 8, Episode 23. Um, Jim and Dwight are rushing to uh, beat the guy from Syracuse to a sales call. So many and good ones that. He Dwight picks up a toy out of Jim's car. It's one of CC's toys. And he's like, Jim, what is this? And he says, he says, uh, it's a monkey or something. He says, Jim, this is the quote. Jim, get real. This has a hula skirt and a blue nose. <laughs> That is so good. It's such a good poll. <laughs> this is how you know. This is how you know the show is great. Because we're not even watching it. We're just reciting lines. And we all can go back to it and just it's so funny. So I've exhausted my this, Dwight ones. So this this episode this, though, this is has so many quotable so much quotable stuff because it's uh Andy comes in and uh is like spouting off stuff to Dwight and uh Jim and uh, Dwight goes, Jim, tell him we can stick a sour grapes. And Jim goes, yeah. in the fridge. He says, no, up his butt, up his butt. And then they're in the car and they're trying to go faster. And Dwight goes, yeah, that's okay. what I was about to say. Dwight goes, okay, hit the Nas. And he says, Nas, like fast and furious. He goes, yeah. He goes, here we go. He turns on the windshield wiper. <laughs> and you can, if you look at Dwight in that scene, he's he like, like racing. Back. He's ready <laughs> for the Nas. <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump in with Meredith. Oh, here we go. Mm. Meredith Palmer ain't never been called no narc. Bluesy? <laughs> yes. Alky? Check. <laughs> Einstein sarcastically? You bet. But never no narc. Vomit mop? Sure. For me? That's me. Flesh Hoover? Hi. Flesh Hoover is the best. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm just going to put. Okay. <laughs> Vomit mop. Vomit mop. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just like lists off all these things that she has below narc. And yeah, when she gets to vomit mop for me, flesh over. <laughs> Just so good. I need to, I'm going to explain some context on mine. Uh, it's this episode, it's the first episode of season six. It's the gossip episode. 
And it's when they're, it's when obviously Michael's spreading all this gossip to try to hide the actual rumor that he started, which was true that Stanley's cheating on his wife. And they're all getting, they're all in the conference room and they're like talking to each other about the rumors. And so finally Jim speaks up. He's like, why don't we just try to find a rumor? Why don't we start with a rumor and try to find where it came from? And it's the way Kevin says this. He's like, I have to go first. He's like super concerned. And he says, who started the rumor that there was another person inside of me working me with controls? (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. I'm going to propose something real quick. And if we don't want to do it, we can cut this out. But since we're since we're kind of. At least Tyler seems like he wants another Michael one, and I kind of would maybe want another Dwight one. Do we want to do three Michael, three Dwight, and then the rest is whatever, instead of doing five of them combined? If not, no problem. We can cut this out, but would that mess anybody's strategy up? No, I'm good with that. Aaron? Okay, so we're doing three Michael, three Dwight, and then four of the others? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This one, Does that uh, mess you up, Aaron? Because I feel like Aaron, you would only have one more of the others. Based it's all on what right. I'm looking at. It's if all right. Not, we can. Angela's the one I wanted, so I'm going to take an Angela quote. Okay. Cool. It made, it almost made it easier because then I had to decide between a couple other people, but now I can just it's Angela, and I'll figure out okay. the rest during. This one comes <laughs> from probably I think the most underrated character in the office and uh it's the episode that pam is having her baby and michael's getting his uh michael's getting stuff around and aaron's he asks aaron for his go bag and he's like there's she's like there's nothing in it he's like you're telling me now there's nothing in it and he's starting to grab stuff and he yells about uh should i bring a dictionary and oscar goes the hospital will provide dictionaries bring a thesaurus And then he looks to camera right after yeah, that. Does, like, right there's after. something behind that. Like there's some conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. I have that written down on mine too. I only had two for Oscar and that's one of the two. Let me see here. All right. So since we're going to do three and three, then I've got two with Dwight. I don't know why this one gets me so much because it's not like laugh out loud, funny of the line. It's just the way he says it at the end. <laughs> like, <laughs> it says, reject a woman and she will never let it go. One of, <laughs> one of the many defects of their kind. Also, weak arms. <laughs> weak arms. <laughs> so stupid to me. But like, I laugh every time I hear that. Also, weak arms. Like, just factually, I've got to put this fact on the end of this. One of the oh. main defects of their guy. Yeah. <clears throat> That's another talking head of Dwight. Yeah. I literally, I'm looking through all of these. Um, well, no, a couple of them are situational. So. <clears throat> all right. For my next pick, I'm going back to Michael. I think this is my last Michael one. Yeah. This is not to Toby. I was going to do another Toby one, but this one is just better. It is from season five, uh, Stress Relief. 
there's so many quotable moments from this episode, mm-hmm. but this is in the conference room when they're doing the uh, CPR dummy. I'm, this is a little bit longer one, but I'm going to read the whole thing because it's good. No, Rose, they're not breathing, and they have no arms or legs. <laughs> Where are they? You know what? If we come across somebody with no arms or legs, do we even bother resuscitating them? I mean, what quality of life do we have there? <laughs> God, it's such a good one. The fact that you got it this late too. Oh, that that whole scene just turns into a mess in like two minutes. Yeah, this. The, I just thought of another draft we could do later if we want to. Is just conference room scenes or oh conference room gosh. meetings. Yes. Oh, you mean just add that? You well, do you want to just make that a category in the other one? Yeah, in one of our other drafts, not today, but yeah. Yeah. For my other one, I gotta look for it because I, I had it, but I have a long list of stuff here and I found that Michael one before. And so wait, you said three Michael and three Dwight? Right. Yep. Shoot, sorry to have my three Michaels. You know what? I'm actually not gonna go where I was gonna go. I don't think I told you who I was gonna go originally, but I'm gonna switch it up here and I'm gonna take from season seven, Goodbye Michael. This is a quote from D'Angelo Vickers. This is a little bit of a long one, too. It says, I used to be obese. Once you've conquered obesity, everything else is easy. Life literally moves in slow motion. I'm not saying I'm Superman, but let me just put it this way. If I were shot in the head, I'm pretty sure everything would be fine. I'd almost welcome it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In in a store in a very short stint. D'Angelo has some bangers. Yeah. He has got some bangers. And it's hard for me to leave him off my list, but that that one was right at the top. It was right at the top Great. of the list. Um trying to think here. Okay, so I need one Michael, one Dwight, and one other. Uh all right. I'm going to go with, oh, man, I, I can't figure out if I want to go with the funnier line. No, I'll just go with this one. Okay. Dwight, I think it's another talking head. I don't have a lot of experience with vampires, but I have hunted werewolves. I shot one once, but by the time I got to it, it had turned back into my neighbor's dog. <laughs> that's whenever he's he thinks jim is a vampire right yeah yeah there's another one there that i wanted from from dwight but if it doesn't get taken we'll talk about it later but uh, something super quotable okay the next one is in season three and it's when michael's trying to get a raise after daryl finds out what he's making Compared yep. to Daryl, because Daryl wants a raise after Roy gets fired. Dang it! And Michael Scott goes, "Dink and flick," and Daryl. It cuts to Daryl, and Daryl <laughs> Daryl talks. He says, "I taught Michael some phrases to help him out with this interracial conversations. You know, stuff like fleece it out, <laughs> go and match five, dink and flicka. You know, things us Negroes say." <laughs> yeah. And then when he goes into the meeting, he goes bippity boppity, give me the zoppity. Yep. That's what I was, that's what I had on my list. 
Had I had a fifth other, I probably would have taken that from Daryl right there. Um, good, that works out because Duncan Flicka is <laughs> an old timer, and Bippity Boppity give, give me, me the, the zoppity. zoppity. So stupid. <laughs> uh, you know, other things us Negroes say. <laughs> and he's, he's, it's the way he's smirking when he's talking about yeah. the Negro. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I I believe this is the episode. I think it's season two, and it's I think it's the merger. When obviously when the um Scranton branch is absorbing the uh not Utica, it's uh Connecticut branch, and uh Dwight talks about he's I, I think the context is. Toby was talking about running a 5k or racing or something. And Dwight's talking about how he could, he could kill that time or something. And it cuts to him and he says, I am fast to give you a reference point. I'm somewhere between a snake and a mongoose and a panther. Yes. And a panther. There's another quote of his from another episode where he says that he's faster than 80% of snakes. So clearly he's ran away from enough animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause in that episode, when um, he's making fun of Toby's time, he also addresses the fact that he had just ran, he had just outran a black something snake, like in that uh, in that black pepper snake. I think is what he said. Oh uh, yeah, black yes. pepper snake. Yeah. All right, I'll take my last Michael line. I have it between two. I have it between two, and I'll just stick with. Uh, I feel like all my kids grew up and then they married each other. It's every parent's dream. <laughs> like, it's it's nice. It's a nice thought because obviously yeah. he's thinking it's like a sentimental thing, but when you think about it deeply, you're like, oh, yeah. it's kind of effed up. <laughs> yep. All right. What do I need here? I need Dwight and then a somebody else, right? All right, I'll take my somebody else. This is probably something that I say a lot. It's one of my actual most quoted things that I say a lot to people. It is from Kelly. Um, I don't know what episode it is. It's probably season four. She's talking to Ryan and she says, Ryan, oh, first of all, Ryan says, uh, Kelly, did you have a question? She says, yeah, I have a lot of questions. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's my number one Kelly quote for sure. <laughs> yeah, number one. How Where's dare the you? Ball, how dare you? So good, so good. And then with my last pick, oh, let's see here. I got two. I'm deciding between two Dwight ones. I'll mention the other one in honorable mentions. I'm trying to think of which ones. They're both from season nine. Uh, I'll go ahead and go with this one. This is from season nine. I can't think of the number. It's from the farm whenever his uh, siblings come back to Scranton because his aunt dies or whatever. People underestimate the, underestimate the power of nostalgia. Yeah. Nostalgia is truly one of the great human weaknesses, second only to the neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This sucked because 
I was hoping at some point someone would cut the Angela thing in half for me. But nobody took anything from Angela. So I feel like I'll put her on here because I want her represented on a draft. <clears throat> That's why I took Kelly, because I needed some I needed yeah. to spread out who we said. So Angela says, um, I find the mystery genre disgusting. I hate being titillated. (laughs) 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 Most of her stuff is short and sweet and to the point. And uh, yeah, so I'll take I hate being titillated. Tyler, are you going to take an Angela quote with your last pick? Oh, I was going to say, if you didn't, then Aaron could say his other one right now. But if you might take it, let's just see. Yeah, I didn't want to go Creed or Kevin because we already had a couple of those. I, that's why I spread it out with D'Angelo and Kelly. Do we have... We, I think there's only... Kevin, you, you, yeah, there's only two Jims. No Pams, rightfully so. She's not funny. There's some good Pam quotes that we can talk about in the ra- yeah, honorable mentions. Gems. but. Oh, man. Um... I think there's only one gym. Yeah, Gavin took a gym. That's it. I thought mm-hmm. took. Why did I see gym? Oh, Dwight two gym. Okay, that's. Yeah. Uh, this is in Benny Honey Chris Benny Hanna Christmas. <clears throat> it's when uh, they have the two Christmas parties, and Michael brings back the two uh, waitresses from the Benny Hanna restaurant, and one of them walks into. Angela's party with Michael and Michael's talking about how dead the party is and he leaves and she tries to the waitress tries to grab something from Angela's party and Angela stops her uh, and says hey excuse me waitress lady where do you think you're going with that and she goes I thought I could have it and Angela this is the quote no you can't have it I don't walk into your house and steal your Hello Kitty backpack (laughs) (laughs) that's good that is good was that the one you were going to take, Aaron? No. Uh-uh. The other one I was nope. going to do was Orange is Horish. And it was, it was it more was. the scene. Orange it was more the scene. Yeah. It was more the scene, but. Yeah. It's just the party, and she just says, Orange is Horish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I also have from Angela uh, It's not my fault. I was exposed to Harry Potter. <laughs> and. And it's not a surprise to me. Pam is the office mattress. Yes. Which is totally false. Angela is for sure the office mattress. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have one good one from Phyllis that I was going to take, but I thought I'd just talk about it later. Uh, It's whenever her and Pam happen to buy the same outfit. And Pam says something, but Pam says something to her like, or oh no, Phyllis says, uh, I'm surprised I had time or something like that. Isn't that what you told all my other clients? And Pam just sits there kind of like, I don't know what to say, and she says, Close your mouth, sweetie, you look like a trout. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The there all was right, a how- there was an encounter I had with uh or like it was like a scene with Michael and uh Oscar. It's in season four, Money. And Oscar's talking to him about how to save money and <laughs> Michael walks out and he's talking about, he gives him the option of bankruptcy and Michael walks out and just goes, I declare bankruptcy. And then yeah, it, cuts to him, it, it cuts to him in the office and he's cutting up his cards and Oscar goes, 
Hey, Michael, I just wanted to let you know, um, you can't just say you, uh, you declare bankruptcy. He's, or you can't just say that you're uh, going into bankruptcy. And he's like, no, I declared it. It's that entire sequence <laughs> together. That was one of the other ones I wanted to take on Michael, but so many Michael quotes. How do we want to break this up for honorable mentions? Do we want to go by person on the show or do we want to go by person us? I say let's just go by person on the show and then we can. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I only had a couple more Michael ones that I looked at. We can go through his. I said, I have, do I need to be liked? Absolutely yeah. not. I like to be liked. I enjoy to be liked. I have, I have to be liked, but it's not like this compulsive need to be liked, like my need to be praised. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was really looking at, I had three others that are super kind of quick ones that I was struggling with for my last pick for him. One is I'm an early bird and I'm a night owl. So I'm wise and I have worms. <laughs> um, when he's talking to Jan, he says, you cheated on me when I specifically asked you I not, not to. to. <laughs> and then uh, his whole, his whole roast speech when he comes back and the, the line when he says, Kevin, I can't, I can't decide between a dumb joke and a fat joke, boom, roasted. All of those, Oscar, you're gay, boom, yeah. roasted. Yeah, that whole speech is great, but the Kevin one makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, that's all I got from Michael. So there, one of the Michael ones that I was gonna take and I didn't was also in Benny Hanna Christmas. He goes, "Bros before hoes. Why? Because your bros are always there for you. They have your, they've got your back after your your hoe rips your heart out for no good reason." And you are nothing but great to your hoe. And you told her she was the only hoe for you, but that she was uh, that she was better than all the other hoes in the world. But then suddenly she's yo ho. She's not yo ho no mo. But it's the way he says it as he's saying it. He's like, he's like crying, fighting back tears, <laughs> fighting yeah. back tears as he says it. I got a couple more uh, Michael versus Toby that I can rip off here, just because that's I think some of some of Michael's best quotes are towards Toby. In Casino Night, uh, after we talked about this in the uh, episode draft, but after Toby tells him why they can't have the kids come to pick up the check, or the, yep. they can't have the kids come to the party, he says, why are the, you the way that you choose to be? Seriously, I hate everything about the way you choose to live. <laughs> and then he says something else right after that, but I just it just left my He's, brain. He starts it out, why are you the way that you are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one I the one I didn't take that I wish I had I could have swapped out one of those for Michael I I had the pillow of it and he just goes Dwight you ignorant slut yeah yeah Classic. I have that's good I talked about this one to you guys I don't think we talked about it while we were recording but from the episode whenever Dwight uh tries to go behind Michael's back to get his job to Jan yeah and uh. Dwight's trying to, he's like, I'll do anything. I'll do anything to keep my job. And he says, I'll do all your laundry for a year. And Michael says, I have a laundry machine. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, Diwali, um, whenever Pam's taking Michael home, he is just sitting in the back seat after yes. he tried to kiss her. And earlier in the episode, Angela was watching all the shoes. So nobody stole their shoes. And he said, these are not my shoes. <laughs> 
I'm surprised this one actually wasn't taken uh, after Michael Pam and Ryan come back from Michael Scott paper company. And cause uh, David has called them up cause he wants to meet with them about a settlement. And he says, well, 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 how the turntables mm-hmm. <laughs> it stops. Yes. I have that. I have that shirt. Um, oh this is whenever michael and toby are doing counseling after he uh spanked his nephew in the office um he says you want to hear a lie toby you're my best friend i think you're great (laughs) (laughs) he reads this to toby whenever he's on goodbye toby at the podium he says oh no actually it's in the meeting with holly is goodbye is goodbye whatever um it says out of all the idiots in all the idiot villages you stand alone my friend (laughs) (laughs) i probably got more michael ones there was there's one in uh (laughs) there's one in i think it's it's the fun run when it's after they figure out that uh meredith the reason, like the worst part of the the entire experience, was not that she got hit, but that she had rabies and she didn't know it. And he's like rejoicing about it. Yeah. And Michael goes, "Is there a God? If not, what are all the churches for? And who is Jesus's dad?" <laughs> <laughs> he's so, but it's 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 always the way Michael because a lot of these, like we don't even do them justice because it's the way Steve Carell reads yeah. them. He's so yeah. serious when he's saying this. He said, and who is Jesus's dad? I know Tyler talked about this one in the episode's draft, but in, I think it's the convention whenever uh, yeah. Josh and Jim come up to Michael's yes. party and they are like joking about something. Michael says, I love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one someday. Yep. Classic. No, did, did anybody take? I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. No, I'm surprised that I wasn't taken either. I know I, that's that a good was, one. Yeah, that's a great one. Or the Dementors. What was yeah, the was worst thing about, about prison? One. What was the worst thing about prison? The Dementors. Yeah, fool me yeah. once, strike one, but fool me twice, strike three. You, my friend, would be the belly of the ball. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> <laughs> and and then how uncomfortable Ryan gets immediately. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the oh. there was I think it's after Michael finds out that they might be closing down. It's in season six. He's like puking in the bathroom, and Kevin walks in and he goes, Why does it why does it smell like puke? And he's like, No, I didn't puke in there. And he's like, Crazy world, a lot of smells. <laughs> He says, you know, he says, no, just, me, pooping, just pooping, you know how I be. Just pooping, you know how I be. Dude, I, there's so many. <laughs> oh, this is from the injury Um, after when Dwight and Jim are taken, or when Michael and Jim are taken Dwight to the hospital and they're getting out to the car and Michael yells shotgun and he says, Jim's like, no, why, what, you sit in the back with Dwight? He says, and then it goes to a talking head of Michael. He says, the rules of shotgun are very simple and very clear. The first person to shout shotgun when you're within sight of the car gets the front seat. That's how the game's played. There are no exceptions for someone who has a concussion. <laughs> there was one else. I, gosh, there's just so many Michael ones when you go through. You miss. But it's season two. It's uh, 
after I think it's let me see. Yeah, it's after uh Ryan it's the office catches on fire and Michael sprints out of the office and he's the first one down and he says, "Yes, I was the first one out." And yes, uh I've heard women and children first, but we do not employ children. We are not a sweatshop, thankfully. And uh women are equal in the workplace by law. So, I let them out first. I have a lawsuit on my hands. <laughs> You want to transition to Dwight? Honorable mentions. You got any, Aaron? Yeah, I the some super simple, but uh, you couldn't handle my undivided attention. <laughs> that is amazing. Is, yes. is a classic line. Um, I think Tyler mentioned this or in the last one, but why are all of these people here? There are too many people on this earth. We need a new plague, <laughs> and then. Like, quote-wise, this quote is not that funny, but in the scene where Jim and Dwight are having to practice sales calls because they have terrible reviews. Yes. Oh. Jim Jim is a customer named Bill Butlicker, and by the end of it, he's having Dwight talk louder. Yeah. And by the end of it, he's like, louder, son louder and finally dwight screams but liquor our prices have never been lower <laughs> i can't believe i don't think we even talked about that episode in the episode's draft that entire that's, sequence that's wild yeah yeah those this are my is, dwight ones this is the other dwight one that i was debating on taking in my last pick it is from uh i think it's the first episode of season nine uh whenever he's kind of jealous that uh clark and plop are getting all the attention and Clark is like can walk across the slack line really he's very good at walking across the slack yeah. line and he says get out of my way let me show you how a real man walks across the flaccid cord <laughs> yep yep oh did i hold on another one i used that uh in the speech for Riley's wedding was whenever I'm whenever I'm about to do something I think would an idiot do that thing and if they do or if they would I do not do that thing. Mm-hmm. This one is from the finale uh, at their uh, bachelor party, and they're walking out of the restaurant. He says, "I never thought I'd say this, but I think I ate too much bone marrow." <laughs> PowerPoints are the peacock of the business world. I'll show no yep. meat. This one's from uh, the fun run as well. As a farmer, I know that when an animal is sick, sometimes the right thing to do is to put it out of its misery. With the electricity we're using to keep Meredith alive, we could power a small fan for two days. You tell me what's unethical. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, this uh, this is another one I was thinking of, I was debating on taking. Uh, from season six, he says, R is the most th- among the most menacing of sounds. That's why they call it murder, not muck duck. Not muck duck. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh, here's another one from season six. Jim is my enemy, but it turns out that Jim is also his own worst enemy, and the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Jim is actually my friend, but because he's his own worst enemy, the enemy of my friend is in my enemy. So actually, Jim is my enemy. <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm surprised, Aaron. I thought Aaron might take this one from uh, Aaron's <laughs> favorite prank after. Uh, the, the snowball yeah. prank with all the snowmen, he says, in the end, the greatest snowball isn't a snowball at all. It's fear. 
Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That scene where he's just standing on the top of the roof, just looking down, and Jim is petrified. Yeah. So good. I don't have any more this is, Dwight this ones, but this we can rip simple. off. Oh, go ahead. So this off this Dwight one simple. When he's talking to Jim, uh, I think it's the one where they're trying to. Uh, they forgot Kelly's birthday. I'm pretty sure. And then they also, I don't know if it's the same one where they forgot they didn't go to her party because everyone has these mugs. No, it's different. Mm-hmm. Different one. Okay. Uh, and he just said and. Jim drops the Justin Bieber line and he just says, who is Justice Bieber? And Jim goes, yeah. oh, it's a crime-fighting beaver. I think after we have, since we have all our Michael and Dwight ones out, we can just we're kind of open up, whatever. If you had any other honorable mentions from any other people, just let them rip. Oh, I had one good Pam, uh, one pretty decent Pam one from uh, whenever Michael is Watching uh, Million Dollar Baby, and he's think he's he says Manushka, and she's like Manushka. She's thinking about it, and then all of a sudden she's like Makushla. He's watching Million Dollar Baby. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't have anything for him. Not that she's not funny. I just didn't write any down because it's, I wasn't. I knew I wasn't gonna use them. I have one that's not. It's not a lot. It's not like a technically like a full quote, but it's the the scene after D'Angelo does the that's the juggling. Oh yes, this is good. And with the, without balls. And so she's doing the juggling with Jim. She's like, watch me juggle. And she goes, she's like juggling with no hands. And she's like, watch me do it with no hands. And she has her eyes going up and down. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really like a super comedic moment from Pam, but uh, whenever she's drunk at the Dundies, and she says, I feel God in this Chili's tonight. That's an all-time yeah. classic. Yeah. Classic. I had another one from Angela. Where'd it go? I just saw it. Sometimes the clothes at Gap Kids are just too flashy, so I'm forced <laughs> to go to the American Girl store and order c- clothes for large colonial dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, me think... Why waste time? Say lot word when few word do trick. <laughs> oh. Let me see. Creed. Oh, you're paying way too much for worms, man. Who's your worm guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's such a gem. That was my <sighs> fantasy football team name a couple years ago. Creed's worm guy. Uh, this is a gym one. Last week, Dwight found a joint, half a joint in the parking lot. And as it turns out, Dwight finding drugs is more dangerous than most people using drugs. <laughs> Here's I only got one. Go ahead, Darren. I only got one Jim one. And it's when he says, that's my favorite part of Christmas, the authority. <laughs> yeah. Is that in uh, Dwight's Christmas, right? Yeah. 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 Here's another Creed one. Uh, if I can't or tell Stanley... Something about scuba. If I can't scuba, when then what's this all been about? What am I working towards? <laughs> yeah. The in the episode says you're doing a Creed one in the episode where everybody's trying to figure out whether or not we're going to get the new printer or we're getting or no no it's something else. Pam is trying to get Michael's chair, and then Creed gets Pam's chair, and he says, <clears throat> "Yeah." 
once Pam gets Michael's chair, then I get her chair. And then he finishes with, then I'll have two chairs, only one to go. With no context. Yeah, that's in uh, chair no model the episode whenever Michael's yeah. trying to find the chair model. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yep. one. Yep. Um, Tyler mentioned, or no, maybe Gavin said uh, Kevin won. I've got, I, I want to be wined and dined and 69. Um, <laughs> I got, six 69. I got six numbers. One more, and it would have been a full phone number. <laughs> the and rest then, of that uh, 69 one is, he says, metaphorically 69. Ew, perverts. And then he looks at Oscar and says, <laughs> no offense, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> What's the mini cupcakes, as in the mini version of regular cupcakes, which is already a mini version of cake? Honestly, where does it end with you people? <laughs> and then the last one of Kevin's that I wrote down, Dwight says, Kevin, do you even know where paper comes from? And Kevin goes, uh, the man tree puts penis. <laughs> Enough, Kevin. That is amazing. There was uh there's an episode in season, I think it's eight. It's after it's one of the episodes uh after Andy gets fired and they're at the auction. It's a silent auction. There's also great uh, Dwight stuff there when he just thinks it's the highest bidder gets to keep yeah. whatever it is. But anyways, yeah, it's after Andy buys or like adopts all of those dogs. And uh, Kevin goes, sometimes I feel like everyone I work with is an idiot. And by sometimes, I mean all times, all the times, every of the times. That same episode, Kevin is talking about Dwight. He's like, Dwight, he's like, he's like on the verge of busting out laugh. He's like, Dwight doesn't understand silent auctions. So I guess he's the stupid one in the office now because before we didn't have one. Man. There's a Kevin moment. It's not, it, it's hard to do over. It's like, I'm going to explain, try to explain it over podcast, but it's when uh, they're trying to wait. They're all like trying to figure out if uh, Holly ended up getting proposed to and she walks in the office and they're waiting for her to pull off the glove and she pulls off the glove and everyone's like uh, they see there's no ring and so they're like kind of excited and she goes oh does everyone know about the ultimatum and she like does the ring finger she goes ha ha and kevin goes right back at you bitch and he <laughs> just flips her off because yeah she's flipping him off uh, here's a good gym one right now this is just a job if i advance any higher in this company it would be my career and uh well, if this were my career, I'd have to throw myself in front of a train. Um, Here's a standing one. Oh. oh, go ahead. I wake up every morning in a bed that is too small, drive my daughter to a school that is too expensive, and then I go to work to a job for which I get paid too little. But on pretzel day, well, I like pretzel day. <laughs> yeah. I love the I love the Stanley one when he's yelling at Ryan and he's oh, like, yes. "Boy." Boy, did you lose your mind? Because I'll help you find it. <laughs> and then he says, he's like, what you looking at out there? Jesus could come walk through that door and he gonna go help you. <laughs> um, I had one more Kelly one. Uh, and she's explaining in a talking head her frustrations with Daryl. And he says, I'm, she says, I mean, who says exactly what they're thinking? What kind of game is that? <laughs> Um, I think here. 
Ryan. The only one I wrote down for Ryan. Um, I'd rather she. He's, he's talking. I think he's talking to Jim and Pam about Kelly. Because Kelly's uh, dating the the doctor, and Ryan says, "I'd rather she'd be alone than with somebody." Is that love? <laughs> and then Pam says, "I think so." <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Like she she's just like, "I can't with this guy." Yep. So this uh, this sequence was a uh, it's season four, but they're trying to fit. It's the I, I think someone quoted some of it somewhere, but it was uh, when they're trying to figure out the difference between who and whom, like when to use it. And Kevin goes, I know what's right, but I'm not going to say because you're all jerks who didn't come to my band last night. <laughs> and then down they're, go, they're talking about it more. And Michael goes, well, it sounds right, but is it? And Stanley, how did Ryan use it as an object? Ryan, as an object. Then Kelly goes, Ryan used me as an object. <laughs> Another part of that, that Kevin part is whenever, after he says that about nobody going to his band, Ryan says, do you actually know what the meaning is? And Kevin says, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's a Kevin one uh, from Stress Relief whenever he's doing the test dummy. He says, I can't keep doing this forever. And then Rose says, it's been 20 seconds. And Kevin's like, call it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin from uh, season seven at Gabe's house. He comes into the be- bedroom and he's like, I wanted to eat a pig in a blanket in a blanket. <laughs> There was a Michael one in season four when they're trying to do the commercial and uh, Daryl and Creed and all they're working on a song and they're playing it and uh, Michael stops them and he goes, I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all. And it's terrible. I don't know what episode this is from, but I uh, it's a it's an office party. And he says, you think this party is great? This cake has vegetables in it. It's like eating a carrot cake. <laughs> Did you guys have any Andy ones? I've got a couple. I got like two or three Andy ones. I've got I think I did. Andy Bernard does not lose contests. He wins them. Or he quits them because they are unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to act and manage this branch. Half the time I don't know if I'm wearing my stage makeup or my work makeup. And then uh, I don't have any kids or anything, but if my grandmother ever dies, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, the episode I don't have this the product recall ahead, when uh Andy's in the car with Jim and he goes beer me that water <laughs> and he goes uh we can read the full quote he goes beer me that water and he claims gets a <laughs> it gets a laugh like a quarter at the time <laughs> I don't have this in front of me but there is uh whenever it's a, I think it's in season seven it's classy Christmas they're they're going to get they need to go get a new christmas tree and pam asks andy if he'll help her and he says i can help you but i can't help you get this tree because my prius is too small and then he's like or he's saying prius but he says my brid which is my hybrid (laughs) it's ironic because it helps so many trees something like that i don't know the full quote it's obviously not as funny if i don't know it but the the way he's saying my prius brid my hybrid can't help it because it has it helps save trees, but it can't help go get a tree. There's that. There's one that episode too when he comes when he comes in the office with the tree and she, he says, "Nobody hug me. I have sap all over me." And Oscar goes, "Why would anybody want to hug you?" 
Oh, that's a that just reminded me. There's another Kevin one. Uh, he doesn't want to get his he doesn't want to get his some something messed up on him. He doesn't want to get his suit wrinkled because there might be girls at the party. And Oscar's like, "When have there ever been girls at the party?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> There's a it's, I think this is, this is season six, but it's uh, when. Andy has the or like does this huge party for secretaries because it's secretary day. And yeah. it's the episode Aaron finds out about him uh being engaged to Angela. And he has a talking head where he goes, If it wasn't for secretaries, I wouldn't have a stepmom. Like I feel like it's all sentimental. <laughs> I got a good one from Meredith. It's a little bit of a longer one. Who's the one who didn't bring lice into the office? Meredith. Sure, I gave everyone pink eye once, and my ex keyed a few of their cards. And yeah, I beamed in the shredder on New Year's, but I didn't bring the lice in. That was all Pam. <laughs> this Andy line I use uh, with Emma probably every day. Sorry I annoyed you with my friendship. Oh. Do we have any other uh, honorable mentions? In the Shroop family, the youngest child raises the others. I've been raising child since I was a baby. I, I mean, there's, I could keep reading. Doesn't he? Doesn't forever, he talk but... about? Doesn't he talk about uh, it being cold one winter? And he's like, and you would eat you you would eat your uh, the youngest in the family. And he goes, we never did that. It never came to that. <laughs> like, yeah, like had, they it would have. It would have. It would have happened. Yeah, uh, I have one from Oscar that I wrote down for right before the roast. He says to a, in a talking head. He says, "I consider myself a good person." But I'm gonna try and make him cry. <laughs> In that one too, he, uh, part of his roast, he's just yelling. He's just like screaming Spanish words at him, so he has yeah. no idea what's being said. Yeah, because yeah, then... earlier he says something like, "I don't know if I have a lot of content for this. I might just write down a bunch of stuff that I usually scream in my car on the <laughs> way home from work." <laughs> trying to think, the only thing that I have left on my list that I haven't said is I've got um, a couple more left from D'Angelo. And I wrote down, uh, I never touch another juggler's instruments. <laughs> <laughs> he says, everyone I know who skis is dead. And then that baby could be the star of a show called Babies I Don't Care About. His hate for Jim and Pam and their baby <laughs> is amazing. That was the one that I was probably going to pull if I was going to use one of his is that baby could be the star of a, of a show called Babies I Don't Care About. Here's another Andy one from uh, from season eight. Whenever he gets the the ass tattoo, he says, my heart belongs to music, but my ass belongs to these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap on the Office Quotes episode. 